Hi, I'm Shashank Bhargav and you're listening to Three Things, the Indian Express news show. In this episode, we talk about an alleged call center racket which targeted elderly Americans. We also take a quick look at the BJP president's latest statements on the Citizenship Amendment Act. But first, we talk about the TRP scam. The Mumbai police has been investigating a case where they allege that three channels, including the Republic TV, have been involved in a scam which involves the manipulation of TRPs, or television rating points. Through this manipulation, it claims that they have caused losses to advertisers and other news channels. In this segment, we speak to Mohammad Thawar, who reports on crime for the Indian Express, about this case. So to understand uh, the Mumbai police investigation into what they're calling the TRP scam, we'll first have to understand how the system works and then later how it was manipulated. So in India, the advertising, it's it's supposed to be like a 30 to 40,000 crore industry, the, the television ad industry. So uh, the way that brands decide about, you know, which program they want to advertise on depends upon the TRPs of particular programs, which is television rating points. That is basically to figure out how many people are watching that program. Earlier, it used to be measured by this body called TAM, TAM. And later in 2015, the Broadcasters Research Council audience, that is BARP, started counting the TRPs. Now, the way it is done is you obviously take a sample size. So in the present day and age, there are around over 40,000 homes where you put something called barometers on TV sets. And these houses are supposed to be anonymous. And based on the data of those 40, 44,000 houses, the TRPs are calculated. And based on these TRPs, which basically gives you a measure of popularity of a particular uh, you know, program or a news channel, the advertisers then decide where. Obviously, if you have higher TRPs, you get more money. So this is basically how the system works. So advertisers' entire understanding of how popular a channel is is essentially based on what people are watching on these 40,000 barometers. Exactly, exactly. And that, again, has now opened up a Pandora's box. We'll get to that later. So now that we know the system, on October 8th, the Mumbai Police Commissioner Parambir Singh held a press conference in which he said that, uh, you know, the TRPs were being manipulated. What he said was that PARC, in order to calculate these PRPs, has outsourced it to this agency called Hansa Research Agency, which is based in Mumbai. Now, employees of Hansa are supposed to go to these houses. Only they would know which houses uh, have these barometers. And then they would measure the TRPs and then the uh, findings would go to BARC. Now, what the Mumbai police is saying is that some former employees of Hansa, what they started doing is that they started paying particular households to watch particular news channels or particular, you know, even other entertainment channels much more in exchange for monetary benefits. And they were saying that these employees were in turn being paid by these three channels. The channels that the Mumbai police claims was doing that was Republic Channel, this channel called Fakt Marathi and Box Cinemas. So Mumbai police was saying that these channels were paying former Hansa employees to ask the households, these are called panel homes where you have barometers, to watch more of their channel, which will in turn show a higher TRP of, for their channels, 
and hence will they will get a you know they will get a higher rate for their advertisements so this is the way the mumbai police said that this entire scam was operating so the first thing is that you should not these houses should be anonymous no one should be knowing about it but that the system was rigged and uh, so far the mumbai police has arrested uh, six people of which three are former hansa employees who were involved in doing this and they have also uh, arrested uh, fakt marathi and box cinemas these uh, the owners of these two channels as well and they have also called in for questioning several uh, you know top employees of republic they have uh, spoken to the coo they have recorded their statements and at this stage that is where the case stands now after arresting and summoning these people involved in this matter what what has the mumbai police found out while interrogating them see there are a couple of things here now uh, you've got to understand that firstly they arrested these guys and then they also recorded statements of five households that were allegedly accepting money to kind of watch particular channels now based on their statements what they have found that these households were being paid around uh, you know monthly around anywhere between 300 to 500 rupees just to watch particular channels and what the cops have told us is that in some cases for example there were households where let's say people did not even know english but they were for example watching republic for hours together which kind of shows some sense of manipulation uh, but here uh, an important point is the fact that after the mumbai police kind of said that they arrested these guys they wrote to brc saying that listen we have arrested uh, this particular person and these households we suspect there is something amiss so have you seen any unusual activity and the barc wrote back saying that they have seen uh, you know unusual activity wherein a news channel which normally people would watch for 15 20 minutes is being watched for 3 hours altogether so what the police is saying is that they also have the backing of uh, the report by uh, barc which is in agreement with their findings that there was manipulation and that particular houses were watching particular news channels for much longer and what do these channels like republic tv have to say about these allegations when it comes to these channels uh, fakt marathi and box cinemas have not put out a statement uh, when it comes to republic uh, republic has alleged that uh, you know they are being targeted by the mumbai police commissioner parambir singh personally they are alleging that because they pulled up the mumbai police when it came to investigations into sushant singh rajput suicide case and uh, you know the palgar lynching case they have alleged that due to their reporting they are being targeted the mumbai police has countered it and also the republic republic is uh, soon after in fact the very day that the press conference uh, took place republic kind of uh, you know said that they have got a copy of the fir and in that the name of india today news channel was there and republic was not there which led to a bit of a controversy but then the next day when we check the way it has worked is that uh when it came to republic the mumbai police is saying that even if you don't believe us we have the barc report and the barc the body that does calculate these things which is an independent body is itself saying that we have proof against republic so they have also written to barc to check whether any such activity has been found about india today and they are saying that once the drc writes back to them whether there is unusual activity or not based on that they will be able to decide if any other channels are kind of complicit in it they are suspecting more channels to be complicit in it but accordingly they have sent requests for data on these channels to see if there has been any unusual activity and generally uh, this is not the first time that such a scam has been out in the open in fact 
industry insiders say that it is an open secret in a sense even in the past there have been fir's against news channels uh, for trying to fudge data in that sense that has now led the brc to also issue a statement wherein they have uh, suspended giving out ratings of news channels for the next 3 months at least because they are trying to overhaul their system and see what kind of problems are there to kind of safeguard this because like i said this is not the first time that such an issue has come to the fore and another thing that has also kind of this entire issue though not directly linked to it but that has kind of become a talking point is whether counting television ratings of what 40000 households see as uh, you know as indicative of the of the population of the country whether that is indicative of that or not is also another point that has been debated with some uh, you know media professionals saying that there has to be an overhaul about the entire system and maybe uh, you know more households have to be roped in to kind of get a realistic view of whether you know particular news channels are actually being watched more or not the idea that just 40000 barometers are representing tv viewership in a country with over 1 billion people has raised concerns in the past as well to talk about this problem more and to understand the challenges that come with trying to change the system we talked to krishan kaushik who reports on the media and has written about this problem in the past so the issue of alleged manipulation of trp data is not new they have an accusations of this for more than a decade now around 2010 ndtv had even sued the precursor to park which is called tam and they had sued them in the us stating that this agency was not capturing ndtv's tv viewership accurately now what can be done to make it more robust essentially to keep the panel homes where these meters which used to be called people meters earlier now they are called barometers they have the panel homes have to be completely secret so that no channel can reach them that is the basic thing that should be done which the companies have tried the second thing is that the panel homes have to be representative of the country's total audience earlier they used to be some 20000 people meters now they are about 40000 barometers numbers become important because once you have larger numbers then even if one or two panel homes are assumed to be or they do get infiltrated it will not affect the data by a wide margin however unlike the us where the size of the tv industry is much larger because as soon as the number of barometers go up it also increases the cost of calculation of the trps so a lot of times broadcasters and advertisers have said that they cannot subscribe to this data if it becomes too expensive for them so that's also a concern third thing is if you increase the number of panel homes too much a much larger sample size can also bring in its own inaccuracies so that's why the panel size has to be representative and larger number does not necessarily mean that they representative they have to be represented in the size to the quality essentially uh, getting the wider perspective of the audience correctly so the calls that have been taken in the past have just been to have a better secrecy for panel homes and increase the number of barometers across the country krishan there have also been some people who have said that you know now that direct to home television is a lot more popular a lot more people have set top boxes you know dish tvs and tata skies certainly more than 40000 and that that would be a much better way to calculate trps so do you think that could be a more viable alternative that might be there was actually a proposal 2 years ago when uh, smriti irani was cnb minister there was a proposal that all the set top boxes that everybody almost has now across the country they should have a certain device which can send back the viewership for each and every house 
But you have to understand two things over here. One, it raises privacy issues. What I'm watching should not be known to almost any agency. It can create surveillance issues. Second, it is not just about for how long is the channel being watched. It is about who is watching that channel. Just because if let's assume my DTH or my set-top box ha can record whatever I'm watching and that data can be sent back to the company, whoever is you know, doing the research for that data, it will still not tell the company who is watching that in my household, whether it's me, whether it's a child, whether it's a woman, whether it's a man, whether it's head of the family, and what SEC bracket is the person, what SEC bracket is the household. So then you cannot tell who has watched that. Whenever a household has these devices, barometers or people meters, any person who sits down to watch the TV first has to identify himself or herself through the remote that they have for the barometer. So that it captures who has watched the channel and for how long. That is also a very important aspect of the TRP data. Also, when it comes to calculating TRPs, do you think news channels face any unique problems in that sense? So the problem with genres like news, particularly English news, is it is not a genre that is being watched by a lot of people. So when it is a smaller audience, a much smaller number of panel homes will decide the TRP data for that. In that case, when the audience anyhow a, a much smaller subset, if you can infiltrate even 10 households, it can fluctuate the data by a wide margin. And these accusations have been there. They have, there were accusations against, against the channel this year itself. There were accusations against channels two years ago as well. So news genre is particularly susceptible, not just news. Basically, all niche genres are more susceptible to fluctuation in data and manipulation because of the small sample size. Dear listeners, sorry for this interruption, but before we move on to the rest of the show, I just wanted your quick attention. One of the big reasons people say they like this show is because it helps them understand the news better. It provides them with the context they need to see the bigger picture. And there is perhaps no other place that does that better than Indian Express's explained section. We on three things refer to the section regularly and it helps us make this show. If you're a regular reader of Indian Express, you know how useful the explained section can be, especially when you're looking for in-depth analysis by the right experts. You can log on to indianexpress.com slash explained and access the coverage 24-7. Explained by Indian Express, where news that matters is explained by experts who know the subject. Now, back to the show. And next, we talk about an alleged call center racket involving at least six companies in India that targeted elderly Americans for nine years. The alleged racket was busted by coordination of the U.S. Department of Justice, or DOJ, and the CBI, that is the Central Bureau of Investigation. To talk about this racket, we speak to Ashish Aryan, who reported on the story. Ashish, you've written about this call center racket that the Indian and U.S. investigators have busted. Could you talk about what this racket involved? Uh, so, Shashank, uh, this is a racket that... The U.S. Indian authorities claim to have been, you know, tracking since 2011. And this racket basically targeted uh, elderly Americans. And, you know, these elderly people in the U.S., they were first sent pop-up messages on their computers that, you know, your computer's infected. And when they clicked on it, they were asked to call a toll-free number, which would connect them to a call center in India, which mostly operated from Noida, Gurgaon, Faridabad, Jaipur, and you know, several other places in UP and mostly North India. And then these people would, you know, 
asked or request those people who they had targeted under their scam that if they could uh, get remote access to their computers. And once they got remote access to the computers, on the pretext of you know fixing the virus problems, they would ask hundreds of dollars for the services and software when you know in reality there would be absolutely no problem in their computers in the computers in the computers of the elderly us people who were targeted so this was the you know overall alleged scam that has been going on for the past 9 years and people and this cbi you know got a tip off from the doj and it started tracking these people and it raided these people and you know arrested people recovered some data and all that is has been going on Okay so in the end what do we know about how many people were involved in this racket so uh, while the cbi has not given any details of the people that have been arrested so far under this operation but they have given the names of at least six private companies located in delhi noida gurgaon faridabad jaipur they have said that when they raided these companies they recovered you know details of several bank accounts there were digital ev- evidences of fraud there were incriminating documents there were fixed deposits worth 190 crore you know which is a big big uh, amount there was at least 25 lakh rupees in cash and another 55 lakh rupees worth of gold was recovered from there so the overall amount if you see it's if you consider the fact that this is very small call centers targeting specific people but since it has been running for the past 9 years so fixed deposits worth 190 crore which is a huge amount so the people who are there they have not been named so far but the companies have been named there are six companies that have been named by the cbi officers so far and how common are such scams are, are there examples of them in the recent past so if we go a little back in history ever since uh, india started exporting you know software and services to western countries and when the bpo sector or the ite sector as we know it bpo bpm sector was in boom these bpos and bpms provided very genuine services to companies which needed those kind of services but now that that bpo sector has been on a wane people who used to work have taken to this you know route of defrauding people by calling them up and saying that you know maybe there is some virus in the computer which needs to be corrected or they would lose all their data and basically in trapping those people who are not very knowledgeable about what's happening with their machines or what what is going to happen with their data that is one part but this is you know nothing new at least toys in 2018 and 2016 in 2018 again the department of justice had sentenced some 24 people you know for a similar fraud which was that these people would call immigrants to the us and these people would call low income workers and they would tell them that you know there's a case of irs against you and if you don't pay say x x dollar by this amount by this date we'll come and get you we are sending people to get you and because the tax enforcement is so strict there most of the people would panic and they would do whatever these scamsters would you know call them up and ask them to do so that was one scam similarly in 2016 also about 69 people were you know arrested and they were sentenced for the frauds in us and once their sentences will complete they will be deported back to india 
I mean, this is not something new, but this has been going on and the authorities have always been tracking it and they have been trying to, you know, stem as much as possible. But there has been success. One can't say that there has not been any success, but there's still a lot of road to cover. So considering the fact that these scams have become popular and we've seen them happen a number of times in the past, what is the sort of advice that governments and authorities that are working to stop these scams from happening give to people so that they don't fall prey to such things? So uh, if we talk about the Western countries, the DOJ, which is the Department of Justice of the US, it regularly tells people that, you know, the IRS, the Internal Revenue Systems Services, does not work in this way that we call you up and we tell you that, you know, you have this amount of tax that you have not paid and, you know, we will maybe arrest you if you don't pay it within the next 15 or 20 minutes. So they have regularly been telling people that, you know, this is something we don't ever do. Apart from that, most governments always keep telling that this is not how governments should function, that they will call you up and they will tell you. Or even for companies, they will never send you pop-ups saying that your computer might be infected with virus, especially if it is established companies like your Microsoft and the Google and so on and so forth. Because the recent case, these scamsters had used the pretext of being from Microsoft that we are calling from Microsoft and we have detected that your computer has been infected with virus. So they have been trying, but it's ultimately it's up to the people on you know how educated they are and how aware they are of what they have been surfing and what they have not been surfing on. What is the actual status of their computers and you know of, of even their taxes and so on and so forth. And in the end, we talk about the BJP president, J.P. Nadda. Nadda, while speaking at a meeting yesterday in West Bengal, Siliguri, asserted that the Citizenship Amendment Act will be soon implemented in the country and cited the ongoing coronavirus pandemic as the reason for its delay. He said, quote, Due to COVID-19 pandemic, the implementation of CAA got delayed. But as the situation is slowly improving, work has started and rules are now being framed. It will be implemented very soon. Unquote. Citizens Amendment Act. This Citizens Amendment Act has passed. You will get a Citizens Amendment Act. And you will get it. Now, the rules are made. The corona is made. There is a little bit of a problem. The corona is made. The contentious legislation was passed by the parliament during the winter session in December last year, leading to widespread protests across the country. The law grants easier citizenship for Hindus, Sikhs, Buddhists, Christians, Parsis and Jains who come to India after facing religious persecution in Pakistan, Afghanistan and Bangladesh before 2015. It became controversial largely because it excludes Muslims. Those opposing the CAA said that it discriminates on the basis of religion and violates the constitution. They also alleged that the CAA, along with the proposed National Register of Citizens or NRC, is intended to target the Muslim community in the country. Several opposition-ruled states had also raised their concern against the CAA 
and said that they will not implement the new citizenship law. The NDA government, however, asserted that the law had nothing against the citizens of the country. J.P. Nadda, who was on a day-long visit in West Bengal, also exuded confidence that the BJP will form the next government ahead of the assembly elections that are scheduled to take place in the state next year. Attacking the Mamta Banerjee-led TMC government, Nadda said that the people in Bengal are fed up with the violence and cut-money culture of the government. He also accused the TMC government of indulging in divide-and-rule politics in the state to serve the political interests of the party, unlike BJP, which he said works for the development of all. You were listening to Three Things by The Indian Express. Today's show was written and produced by me, Shashank Bhargav, and as always was edited and mixed by our producer, Joshua Thomas. Before we go, here's another reminder to check out Indian Express's Explain section. You can log on to indianexpress.com slash explain and find in-depth analysis by the right experts. It has everything you need to know to understand the news better and see the bigger picture. If you like this show, then you can subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. You can also recommend the show to someone you think will like it. Share it with a friend or someone in your family. It's the best way for people to get to know about us. You can also tweet us at Express Audio and write to us at podcast at indianexpress.com.